Welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast with Clark Van Deventer. I'm Monica, and we're excited to have the opportunity to help you raise more money for your nonprofit than you ever thought possible by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. This podcast is designed to get you thinking, to challenge you, to inspire you, and to give you some practical tools that you can use right now in your work as a fundraiser. If you hear something that you'd like to learn more about, or if Clark mentions a resource you'd like to get your hands on, just email me. My email address is monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. We offer a variety of services to nonprofits and development professionals, from DIY, that's do-it-yourself, to DWY, done with you, to DFY, that's done for you. To learn more, just email me at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right, without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Diefender here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Hey, I'm really thankful, just thankful for the opportunity to speak into the lives of so many people and so many organizations through this podcast. Seriously, I I never expected this, not through the podcast anyway, but I get emails quite frequently from people who have been deep diving the podcast. And it's this weird thing because I've had this huge opportunity to speak into someone's life. And from the perspective of the listener, there's a relationship. And I have podcasts I listen to, so I get it. And some of these podcasts I listen to, if I had the opportunity to get coaching from that person, like, man, that would mean a ton to me. And you, you have that opportunity. So if I listen to Seth Godin or Tim Ferriss, like, all right, these guys aren't accepting coaching clients, at least not at the price I am willing to pay. But you can get one-on-one individual coaching from me. And guys, it's very approachable for you to get this coaching. So your first session, free. All right. You can email me and we'll set up a time to talk. And I hope that that talk, just one 30-minute or 45-minute or hour-long conversation that we have, I hope that it's really helpful to you. I hope it's inspiring and you get some ideas All right, maybe ideas that you kick around for a while, or maybe there's going to be something that sticks with you, something that keeps you like going, like something that you repeat to yourself a month from now, a year from now, or it becomes your mantra, like something I said to you. And that may be it. And I hope you would go like, man, that conversation was helpful. Like it's the kind of conversation we'd have if you and I happened to sit next to each other on a plane or happened to be sitting next to each other in the same courtyard Marriott, and we were both having dinner and both realized that we were both in the nonprofit community and working with donors and raising money. By the way, that has happened to me, and it's so funny. All right. Now, if that's the only conversation we ever have, that would be cool. But one of the great joys of my life is coaching professionals in the nonprofit community on an ongoing basis, and seeing these people who I coach emerge and transform, all right? You want to be a better fundraiser, a better leader, a better human being, all right? I can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. 
And after we have that talk, we have that call, and it's like you and I sitting next to each other on the plane or whatever, we can talk about whether or not we want to get going with a more elaborate coaching program where we're talking on a regular basis, weekly or monthly, and we have some different steps that we'll take together. Remember, I can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. So if you are interested in that, email me at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. This is on my mind because I'm at a conference this week and I'm speaking. And two of the speakers who are sharing the stage with me or who I'm sharing the stage with, I have known since I was in college. One is the former president of my college alma mater. The other was the vice president of advancement from my alma mater. So I have known these men since I was a college student. They have cheered for me in my career and have both, in their own way, helped me get to where I am today. So whenever I am traveling to speak at an event, I like to pick up a new book, all right? Usually either directly related to fundraising, like maybe it's a fundraising book, or maybe a sales book, or something on marketing, or psychology, or leadership. And these books always have a way of spurring my own thinking and often helping me to present old material, uh, old material of mine, in a new way. So flying here yesterday, I read a very short little book called Spirituality of Fundraising by Henry Nouwen. All right, so Henry Nouwen was a Dutch Catholic priest. He was a professor, a writer, a theologian. Uh, he had teaching positions at Notre Dame, Harvard, Yale, and sort of a mystic. Uh, both before his death in 1996 and in the time since, he has sort of developed a, a sort of cult following of spiritual seekers. All right. He was very close friends with Fred Rogers. All right. That's Mr. Rogers. In fact, Mr. Rogers called Henry Nowen one of his heroes. And get this, he wrote a book about fundraising. Okay. So it's a short book, only about 60 pages, but it touches on themes that I am so often sharing. Like, you ought to love your donors, like seriously love them. And it's not about money. It's about mission, vision, relationship. That money is just an outgrowth. It comes next after you've won the donor's heart. And Henry Nowen called fundraising a spiritual act, as spiritual as giving a sermon or saying a prayer or feeding the hungry. So I saw a question recently from a director of a nonprofit and she was bummed to have to go ask for money. They had run out of their initial funding, and the thought of going back to the well was exhausting to her. I was asked what I thought about this. I said she needed a change in perspective, and to not view this specific round of asks as a request for funds as much as it was an invitation to the donors to be part of a journey, to imagine this nonprofit 10 years from now and all the good work they would have done by then, all the lives changed, perhaps a more stable organization financially, and how these donors she's talking to now would be part of that story, right? Like, 
Think about all the good you will have done in 10 years. And if it weren't for those donors who stood with us that day, like we wouldn't be here today, right? So, and that, like these donors, she's, she's inviting them to be part of a story, right? In that sense, she's not just calling people. She's not just hitting people up for a donation. She's inviting them on a journey. All right, so in this little book, A Spirituality of Fundraising, Nowen writes, fundraising is precisely the opposite of begging. When we seek to raise funds, we are not saying, please, could you help us because lately it's been hard. Like, Rather, we are declaring we have a vision that is amazing and exciting. Okay, like, yes, a thousand times yes. You're not asking people to give you money. You don't need money. You don't have needs. The people you serve have needs. You have a vision. You want to change the world. And you are inviting your donors to participate with you in this. I talked about this in a recent episode, how your donors are looking for significance. We all want to be a part of things that matter. We all want to matter. All right. Like as a father, I want to know that my work as a father matters. As a donor, I want to know that I am making a difference. And it is not about helping an organization. It's about vision, changing the world. All right. And in that sense, the organization and the donors are partners. All right. I have actually never liked the term donor because it implies that they are simply giving. Like this is a, I'm the recipient and they're the giver, right? So I don't like that term because it implies they are simply giving. A better term is partner, that we are partners in this shared vision, that we are all wrapped up in this together. And when we don't view our donors as partners, when we don't view them as partners, when there's not this sense that we are all wrapped up in this mission together, Nowen says when that happens, he writes, we will be cut off from our donors because we will find ourselves begging for money and they will find themselves merely handing us a paycheck. Ouch. <laughs> All right. Like, do you think someone gave you like a gift that was too small? Like you were asking for money, you were begging for money and they were merely handing you a check. Like, I don't want their check. I want their heart. Like, yes, the check will be bigger. All right. When you get the heart, the gift will be bigger. But don't think that you can trick your donors into this. Like this isn't a system you follow. And if you can do that, if you can follow this step and this step and this step, like you get their heart and you get big gifts. First, you have to love your donor, right? Like actually love your donor. I've had fundraisers tell me they got too close to their donor. Like, so good for them, right? They love their donor. But then they tell me they got too close. They've gotten so close they can no longer ask for the gift. And like, I just don't get that. My goal is that the donor would get more joy at a giving a gift to us than anything else they could do with their money. That they are going to love giving this gift. All right. Now one talks about it being good for them spiritually. Like, what a threshold. 
Are you willing to set that threshold for yourself? So when you think about asking a donor for a gift, like you're preparing for this ask, here's what I think. Like, do I have the right cause? Is it the right project? The right amount? The right timing? I think about the setting, like where I'm going to do the asking and who's actually going to make the ask. So I'm getting my ducks in a row. I'm getting things right. So how about adding, all right, would making this gift be good for their spiritual health? Now in writes, we truly believe that if their gift is good only for us who receive it, it is not fundraising in the spiritual sense. That our approach should be, I will take your money and invest in this vision only if it is good for your spiritual journey. Like, see why I hate that word donor? All right, donors are giving. It's me figuring out how I can get something out of someone else. I don't want donors. I want partners, people who are on a journey with me, that we have this shared vision and we are in it together. That's why, again, Nowen's words, all right, here's Henry Nowen again. I ask for money standing up, not bowing down. Remember, we are not begging. I believe in what I am about. I believe I have something to offer. So a good fundraiser is not begging for money. A good fundraiser, without apology, is inviting people on a journey and to invest in a vision. And remember, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. Again, it's about the heart. There's, there's a few online groups our team monitors. These are closed communities on Facebook and LinkedIn for fundraisers and nonprofit professionals. We're often just looking to see if there's a, a question that we can easily answer. Maybe we can just point someone to a, an article that we've published somewhere or a podcast that actually directly addresses the thing they posted about. But a lot of the talk in these communities is quite negative. Like sometimes I get the sense that there are people out there who think fundraising is nothing more than trying to trick rich people out of their money. What a low view of fundraising and how sad it is to look at someone like only as a wallet with a human attached. Like seriously. Now in rights, all right, here we go again. I am deeply concerned that we do not ask for money out of anger or jealousy, especially when these feelings are well hidden behind polite words and a careful presentation of our request for funds. No matter how polished our approach is, when our asking comes from anger or jealousy, we are not giving the person the means to become a brother or a sister. All right. This low view of fundraising says, give me your money. I don't care about you. No, I don't want a sister. I don't want a brother. I don't want a partner. This spiritual view of fundraising is about the journey, about being wrapped up together in a shared mission, a shared vision, and we don't beg for money, and they don't just hand us a check. We become sisters, brothers, partners. That's why donors have been there at many of the most important moments in my life. All right, that's why donors were at my wedding. All right, like not because it was a move, all right, like I thought it would be a good move to invite them to my wedding, but because we were close, like we loved each other. 
That's why donors have been with me at some of the heaviest or darkest moments of my life or, or the most joyful moments of my life. So again, now and all right, fundraising must always aim to create new, lasting relationships. I know people whose lives center around the friendships they find in churches, monasteries, service organizations, and intentional Christian communities. These people visit or volunteer, and it is in these settings that they find nurture and support. If these people have money, they will give it. But that is not the point. When compared to the new freedom and new friends and new communion, the money is the least interesting thing. Again, money is just the outgrowth. It's just the next thing. Like, you have my heart. Like That's what a donor is saying. Like, you have my heart. So what's a little money? Right? And, and for these types of relationships, we should be grateful. I mean, if you have partners like this, and you aren't just genuinely grateful, I mean, really bottom of your heart grateful. Like, I, I don't know what to say to you. And I honestly, I found in my years of coaching that it is hard for me to help ungrateful people. But grateful people, like, I can help grateful people. People who desire and value relationships, people who want partners on a great journey, like, I, I can help those people. All right. So on this episode today, I've just been thumbing through my copy of A Spirituality of Fundraising and sharing some of the things I circled and underlined and marked up while reading. So I'm glad I finally got to this book. If you're interested, you can find it on Amazon. All right. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in today. Thanks so much for listening. And again, if I can uh, join you on your journey and, and help you become the person that you want to be, to be a better fundraiser, a better leader, a better human being, um, reach out. Like, not that I have all the answers, but I can I can help. I can help get you where you want to go. Can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. The email is clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Hey, Monica here. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and getting some great bits of information from each episode. I want to take just a minute and talk with you about how you can work with Clark as your development coach, or as he likes to put it, your mountain guide. If you were going to trek into the mountains, you may hire a mountain guide. If it's a big mountain and you don't know the terrain and you don't have experience in those parts, you certainly should have a guide. So when it comes to nonprofit development and major gifts fundraising, Clark can be that guide. He has been in these mountains before. He has over 20 years of experience and has raised millions of dollars for all different types of organizations. He knows what to expect. He's seen a lot. He knows the terrain. And like a mountain guide, he can help you. He can't take the steps for you, but he can take them with you. He has a map. He has a plan. He knows the weather. He can be your guide. So if you're looking for a coach to help take you to new heights, we're here to help. We can put together a custom coaching package that works for you. For more information, reach out to me on email at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com.